Welcome to Ominous Ones. I'm Tara. And I'm not Tara. This is a newer case compared to the last few I've done, and it's from the 1990s. On November 25th, 1996, 17-year-old Jennifer Wendorf had been having a normal day out, and she arrived home around 10.30 that night to her house in Eustis, Florida. I might be saying that wrong. She had no idea what she was about to walk into. When she went into the house, she found her parents dead. Her dad, Richard, who went by Rick Wendorf, was 49 years old, and her mother, Naoma, who went by Ruth Queen, who was 54 years old. The two had been killed with a crowbar. Jesus. Jennifer's next thought was where her sister, 15-year-old Heather, was, but instead of finding Heather, she found a goodbye note from her that was made out to Jennifer and their parents. The cops immediately started questioning everyone they could, including Jennifer, a friend of her sister's named Janine LeClaire, as well as Heather's boyfriend, Jeremy Huber. After questioning who they could, they found out that Heather had ran away and was thought to have even left the state. This was true, and she had left town with a kid named Rod Farrell, who was 16 years old. I'm just going to say right now that I think that it was them. Okay. Rod is a unique individual, and I'm putting that nicely. Rod was from Murray, Kentucky, I think is how you say that, but had moved to Eustis, Florida, and had gone to the local high school there. He then moved back to Murray, but he had been keeping in contact with Heather over the phone. They had met at that high school and were apparently in the same cult. That's right. It's a cult case. Nice. Oddly enough, the cult isn't even a big part of this. But they were in a cult together. This cult believed they were all vampires, with Rod as the leader going by the name Visago? Visigo? I don't know. I think he made that up anyway. The cops also found out that one of the cult activities was cutting themselves and drinking each other's blood. So there's that. That's fun. I'm glad we're finally doing a cult case, though. I love cults. Likewise. Three days before Rick and Ruth were found, Rod had left Murray, Kentucky, headed to New Orleans. With him were some of his so-called cult followers, 16-year-old Howard Scott Anderson, 16-year-old Charity Kesey, and 19-year-old Dana Cooper. On the way to New Orleans, they planned to stop in Florida to pick up Heather and her friend Janine, who were going to be running away from home with them. Question. Yes. Is there an episode on ID about this? There could be. I feel like I've heard the name Rod Farrell before. Same. In a book by Aphrodite Jones titled The Embrace, A True Vampire Story, there is a quote from Heather's boyfriend, Jeremy, about Heather and this wannabe cult. He said, quote, There was one time when she told me that Rod believed he was some form of reincarnated demon, that he was this higher power that she had to obey, unquote. Right before Heather decided to run away with Rod, Jeremy broke up with her and later said it was because she told him she was a, quote, reincarnated demon, unquote, and all of this was just too much for Jeremy, which I'm like, I get that. That's that's a lot to take in. Another quote from the book from Jeremy was, quote, she said Rod put her under some hypnotic spell like hypnosis and she went into some other world and she was in demon form and she loved it. Heather thought she was something from hell that slaughters people, like some form of dragon creature, unquote. Hmm. So there's that. 
Even though they were not together at this point, Jeremy still thought that she shouldn't be running away and tried to get her to stay when she stopped by his house with Charity and Dana after they had gotten to town with Rod. When Jeremy was trying to get her to stay, she told him, quote, I have to do whatever he says. I've already, I'm already crossed over, and he said if I don't leave now, he's going to hurt my parents, unquote. She seemed pretty set on leaving, so the conversation ended, and Heather left with the other two and headed to Janine LeClaire's house since she was supposed to be leaving town slash running away with them also. I couldn't find out why, but Janine decides to not run away with them. So they stop by her house. She's like, yeah, that's not happening, and then they leave. I changed my mind. I do love my parents. And they're all like 12. Well, they were, what, 14 and 15, but still. Yeah. At some point, the Buick that Rod and his wannabe cult followers were driving got a flat tire, so they decided the best thing to do would be to steal Rick and Ruth's car since they were picking up Heather anyway. Also, I'm not sure how the others went to Jeremy's house and Janine's house and all that, so they did split up, and then Rod and one of the guys stays with him. I think they get the flat tire, and then they're like, oh, we're going to go steal the car. The timeline got a little weird there. Maybe they walked. I don't know. Rod and Howard Scott Anderson went into the house through the garage where Rod picked up a crowbar. And then they they went inside. It was found out that Richard had been napping on his couch when he was attacked. He was knocked out pretty fast and dead after a few more hits. His body was left in the living room. He had fractured ribs and a fractured skull. They also found that a V had been burned into his skin. After his autopsy, it was found that he had 22 wounds from the attack. Naomi had been taking a shower while her husband was napping on the couch. She left the bathroom after hearing the commotion in the house where she ran into Rod standing in her kitchen. In his later confession, Rod said that he didn't go in intending to kill Ruth, but she scratched him and threw hot coffee on him and that pissed him off enough that he attacked her and killed her with the same crowbar that he had used on Rick. Her body was found laying in the kitchen. After her autopsy, they said that she had 23 wounds. Rod also said in his confession that while he was attacking Ruth, that Howard was just standing nearby and didn't help him or stop him. He was just standing there watching. Awkward. Right? It's very strange. He's like, I don't want any part of this, but... I'm not going to not participate. I'll just stand here. Okay? I don't want to participate, but I have to watch. But I got, I want to be present. Since one of the goals was stealing the couple's car, they stole their Ford Explorer and also grabbed a credit card that belonged to Rick on the way out. Rod and Howard then went to pick up Heather, Charity, and Dana. They later said that Heather didn't know her parents had been killed until a lot later, but he killed them so violently with a crowbar and then they like ran out of the house. I'm like, how is at least Rod not covered in blood and also Howard? Yeah, no kidding. Because there's no like, oh, they took a shower, changed clothing. They just, I'm like, took the car, the credit card and left. So they're like, mm, she had no idea. Hmm. The wannabe cult didn't make it long without suspicion from everyone. So it was only two days later on November 27th that warrants were put out for all five of them. Charity's mom happened to work for a police department where she lived in South Dakota, so when Charity called her to tell her that she needed money, her mom knew that she had to tell the cops where she was. She had obviously seen the warrants and heard about the attacks and was like, I'm going to have to tell. 
She told Charity she would wire her some money to get by, and Charity told her to wire it to the name Howard Johnson, and it needed to be wired somewhere right by Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That was all Charity's mom needed, and she immediately called the Baton Rouge Police Department and told them everything she knew and where the group was going to be, and they were quickly arrested. Rod confessed really fast to the murders, and they had a lot of evidence on him anyway. Ruth had scratched him, so his DNA was found under her nails, and he had also left a bloody shoe print right by Ruth's body. And I'm like, mm. I was going to say, see, so there was blood all over him. I think that Heather was involved and knew that this was happening. They all say no. After hearing everything, the cops were convinced that Heather knew that her parents were going to die and she was in on it, but they were getting mixed answers from everyone. The two people that were with her that night, Charity and Dana, when she went to Jeremy and Janine's houses, said that Heather had no idea her parents were going to get murdered or even hurt. The cops did have two people come to them to say that Heather wanted her parents dead and knew it was going to happen, but their statements couldn't be proved. Amber Blood, who was 15, said that her and Heather were friends, and Heather had told her that she was involved in their deaths, but it was later found out that the two didn't even know each other. <coughs> then, 14-year-old Brandy Gonsi said that Jeremy had told her that Heather had called him to tell him she found someone to come to Florida to kill her parents, but after the cops talked to Jeremy, they found out he never said that, and Heather hadn't called him to say that. So who's saying all these things? Those two were 14 and 15 years old, and they think that it was for attention. To be like, oh, I knew her. Probably. So I'm like, these seem to be all kids that we're dealing with. Like, Rod was only 16. Jesus. Oddly enough, Rod's mom also said that Heather was involved in the murders, and she had heard Heather ask Rod if he would kill them. Not sure when she claims to have heard this, or why she didn't involve herself, if she thought Heather had said that, or question her son on if he was going to kill people. I was just gonna say she hears her son's girlfriend ask that kind of a question and then they run off and she's not gonna be like, hey. She's got no question. She's like, bye, I love you. Have a good time. Call me when you get there, sweetie. Drive safe. <laughs> well, either way, she was given a polygraph later and failed it and after failing it, said that none of what she said was true and she was lying. I assume she lied so Heather would go down with Rod, but I'm not sure why else she would have lied. What? They were all pretty open and confessed to what happened, except for what Heather knew. The truth never comes out about that. They all pled guilty to the crimes. Rod was given a death sentence that was changed to life in prison, I assume because he was 16. Howard also got life without parole. Charity got 10 and a half years, and Dana was given 17 and a half years. Heather was actually released after all this because they couldn't prove if she was in on it or not. Which, I'm like, how did Charity and Dana get 10 and 17 and a half years? Weren't they already in Louisiana? What? Or, no, they were the ones that they were picking up, huh, from Florida. Heather and Janine were the two getting picked up yeah, from Florida. Yeah, and Heather's parents. What? He Heather is, her parents are the ones that died. Yeah. And her and Janine were getting picked up from Florida. Yeah. Those two other girls... Came from... What did I say? Kentucky? Yeah, but weren't they already in Louisiana? They were waiting for the guys, weren't they? They were all... They all left Kentucky, go to Florida and kill the parents, and then they run away to Louisiana. 
They were headed there to start with, but they stopped in Florida, murdered them, and then went to Louisiana. Oh, okay. I thought they split ways. They split up when they were all in Florida because Rod and Howard go to Heather's parents and commit the murder. Charity, Dana, and Heather go to Heather's ex-boyfriend Jeremy's house and Janine's house because Janine was leaving with them. That was where the split up happened. But then they got back together in Florida and all went to Louisiana. Okay. I thought the two girls that split up were like just headed straight to Louisiana. and They were like, we'll catch up with you guys. We go kill these. No, and they all left in the Ford Explorer that they took from Rick. Also, how did Charity and Dana get 10 and 17 and a half years? They were gone with Heather. If Heather didn't know... Maybe they knew Rod was going to kill the parents, but either way, it was just Rod and Howard that were like, I don't get how she got off, and the two girls didn't. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's the story of Rod Farrell and the vampire cult. So, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.